Hi everyone! Welcome back to another episode of the New Chats. I'm really excited to be back with you all this week. Um, I thought I'd start this episode a little different and just catch up on my past week so that you all can kind of get to know me more um, as I release these episodes and make it seem more real time, which it is. I'm recording this specific episode um, a day before it's supposed to go up. So I've had a really busy week. So I'm recording this episode on Tuesday and I'm posting it tomorrow, which I haven't done for the upper other episodes. I've actually like pre-recorded like couple days, almost a week before. Um, so this one's a little different, but I knew I had to record it and I'm sticking to, you know, making sure I post every Wednesday. So I'll give you a little recap on this past week. So you know, just been really busy with the normal work um, stuff and just life. Um, I did get to dog sit for my friend this past week in Lexington. So I got to drive up there and house slash dog sit for her. And I, it was like the best time ever because I love her dog. It's so sweet. His name is Scout and he's like the most adorable thing ever. And I never really, I never grew up with dogs and I never really, like, we wanted a dog growing up, but we also didn't. And even now, I'm always, like, on the fence, like, do I want a dog? Do I not? I probably won't get a dog until I actually get a house just because I don't really want a dog in an apartment. And plus, like, I also slightly find them a little gross, too. But this dog is just the sweetest. I think what I love most about this dog is that... I swear it like reads your emotions and it just is like this most like emotional support dog and I love it so much. So that was really fun and then I got to spend some time with my best friends up there who they came down for kind of like a birthday celebration um, from a couple weeks ago. So that was really fun. Got to catch up with a lot of people and then this past couple days I traveled for work so that always takes up so much time because airports are just like time consuming like our travel itself is only a couple hours meeting with the like client or account but the actual travel to get these places takes up all my time and airports are so like sometimes I think like the whole airline system is just I don't know dumb like I have to go to New York, but I have to go south to go to the specific part of New York I need to be in. So it's just so dumb because I like fly to Atlanta and then I go back up to New York and I just hate not straight flights. I just think they're so annoying. But thankfully we fly Delta, which I will always say this till I die. Delta is the most elite airlines ever. I don't always fly it though because they're outrageously priced but Delta is elite. Like there is no other airlines that beats Delta. I would say like for me, American may come in second, but honestly, Delta just something about them. They just like one, take care of the customers and two, like the flight experience is just always good and their snack options are great. Um, and then Delta Comfort, which is like, not first class, it's like their middle is honestly so worth it. To upgrade to it is never that much money and like you can use points as well. And 
Top grade is still worth it because it includes complimentary alcoholic drinks. So you can get wine, you can get cocktail, and that just makes Delta Comfort so much more worth it. So that's my little spiel. That's a little recap of my week. And now I'm here recording today's episode. So today's episode, I titled it Community is Our Purpose. So really what this episode about is about friendships and relationships with people. I'm not going to talk about um, like romantic relationships at all. I'm really just going to focus on friendships. And I said community is our purpose because I personally feel like we are put on this earth for the one reason and that is community. So as I've mentioned many times before, I am a Christian and it is a huge part of my life. My faith is definitely a huge part. And I do feel like this episode is going to be somewhat focused on that. Um, but also just in general, just what I think friendship does to your life. Um, and it's not really about like how many friends you have or how many people that you are in community with. It's more about just like, do you have good quality friendships? And I think um, there's so many things we all are passionate about in life. I think each of us have our own passions. And for me, one of my biggest passions, honestly, is my friendships and building a community that has always been a huge passion of mine. I feel like ever since I was young, I just loved bringing people together. I loved being a host. I loved being a good friend. And I'm not saying that to be like in a brag type way. I just think I love being very intentional about my friendships and making sure um, I cater to each person. And I think that's really important. And also, you know, about the people who I call as my friends and who are investing in my life as a friend. I also am very important about who that is to me. And I just, that means a lot to me. And it's something that I hold dear to my heart. And I'm a huge advocate for people who are going through hard times or who might find themselves in a low place in life that to really question, do you have friends around you? And are you being intentional about that? Because I personally feel like that just having good quality friends changes your whole outlook on life. And I think whatever struggles you go through in life, if you do have friends, um, I do think it helps make like life a lot easier. So I did want to read a couple statistics that I found online um, just about like friendship. So one statistic I found here um, from the Center for Studies for D Depression Index is that studies study participants completed, the researchers found that when an individual becomes happy, a friend living within a mile experiences a 25% increased chance of becoming happy. So basically that was saying if you have a higher chance of becoming happy if you have a friend living within um within a mile of you. Another statistic I found here is nearly 6 in 10, 59% of Americans say that they have 1% they consider their best friend. 
40% say they do not. Notably, these friendships are common and their prevalence hardly varies at all among the public. Across the lines of race and ethnicity, age, religion, and politics, best friends are a common feature of the American social life. However, fewer Americans have a best friend today than they once did. In 1990, three-quarters, 75% of Americans reported having a best friend, a dramatic decline over the past three decades, and this was from the American Survey Center. Another, like, statistics that I've read and just I did a little bit of research before this podcast is just how having friends can help your, um, as far as your health. So having friends can improve your lifespan and also um, actually help you cure diseases. So p- there were some studies about people who were going through some type of either cancer or some sort of like health issue in their life. And the friend groups who had support groups for those versus those who did not, there was an increased chance of, you know, lifespan and then also just like improvement in whatever health issue they were going. Um, There was other studies from Mayo Clinic just saying how friendship helps cure depression. Um, Some called it like a psychological vaccine against the both physical and mental illness. So I thought that was just really interesting that there's so much research um, and there's so much statistics out there about how friendship does actually really impact your life um, and what it does for your life, which I thought was kind of a great way to start this episode just so you all can understand like, yes, this is a huge passion of mine, but it's something that I think is a good reminder in your life. You know, I'm sure a lot of you all have friends, but just like, are you keeping those friendships? Are you nurturing them? Are you being intentional in them? Because there's such a great reward to that in your life. Um, one thing I do want to say is I think, you know, when you're younger, you know, having a lot of friends, I feel like is something that, you know, you may take pride in or something that you want. But I think as you get older, it's really about quality over quantity. So I think, you know, having those couple, there's also studies about having a few really good friends versus having a bunch of friends who are just, you know, casual people, you know, that you maybe hang out with, but not people you really confide in or go to. There's a difference between the quality they will have on your life. So I think that's something really important to keep in mind. Also personalities. So I think for me, I've always been, I would say a pretty extrovert. So for me, you know, making friends, finding friends, making that a priority in my life has always been there. But you know, not everyone is like that. And I completely understand that. I think sometimes it took me a while to get that because I would look at other people and I'd be like, things would be so much better if they were more intentional about having friends. But really, it's I get it. Some personalities, you know, that's really not a priority. But I do think it's really key, even if, you know, you may not be an outgoing extrovert person, that you still do have those few friendships in your life that are there to help you and to nurture you and to be there for you. Because I do think at the end of the day, 
that it'll play a huge role in your life. You know, you can have everything in life. You can have money, finances, um, you can have material things, you can have, you know, everything else going for you. But at the end of the day, I still think like having really strong friendships and people in your life um, is super important. And so for me, like the importance of good friends in my life for me is I think there's a couple factors. And I think mental health is one of them. I know for me personally, I think, you know, whenever I go through something, I think it's really important for me to not hold it in. And I think it's always important to have someone you can confide in. And for me, sometimes I can be the opposite where I'm a really open person. So for me, it's really easy to talk to a lot of people about certain things. But I do have those close friends who are people that I'm completely truthful to and completely honest with them. And it's important that, you know, you completely are yourself with them. And just being able to, you know, pour out your heart to them to be able to lean on them um, and for them to support you. I think for that is such a huge importance in having good friends in your life. I think it helps, you know, it's almost like a way to help improve your mental health. I think having someone to confide in and to be your support during the hard times, you know, those people who are really there for you, your ride or dies, um, I think is super important. So I think for me, like the importance of having good friends in your life, you know, is just people to lean on, people to give you counsel. Um, I think there's different categories of friends. So for me, I feel like, you know, a lot for me is friends who are my spiritual friends. So I would say people, more people who I would probably go to advice to um, because I know they share the same faith as me. So I really do trust those people's advice because I know that they're not just giving like worldly advice. They're also giving advice based on the Bible. And, you know, for some people that may not be the case, but I still do think there are different categories of friends. You know, there are friends who you really want to confide in, you know, you respect them and, you know, you put like you value them, you value their advice to you or their counsel. So those type of friends, you know, you, you're wanting to share more deeper things with. And then there's also friends, you know, that maybe you're not at that same level with them. Um, But that doesn't mean those friends don't have value in their life. It's just I do think there are different categories of friends. But I think regardless of, you know, what type of friend they are, I think that all of them play such a huge role in your life and such a, such a, like, I would say encouraging role. I do think like each one of them contribute to your growth as a human. So I do think um, it's so important to have good friends in your life. But then also on top of that, I think is being a good friend. So I do want to read a couple scriptures that just kind of talk about being a good friend. One of them is from Romans 10, verse 11 to 10. It says, be devoted to one another in love, honor one another above yourselves. And then the other scripture is John fifteen thirteen. It says, greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for one's friends. So I think 
for me, being a good friend is almost more important than to have a ton of friends. I think being a good friend is the sec is like the key to having successful friendships. And I think that's where sometimes a lot of us have faults in. Um, because we, you know, we're always waiting for that person to reach out or we're waiting for them to be more open or we're waiting for them to do something when we really should be the ones who are doing that. So I think friendship is definitely a two-way street, but you know, there's also different personalities involved. Um, but at the same time, I do think there are things you can do to be a better friend and to be a good friend. And I feel like personally for me, like I said in the beginning, I feel like especially as Christians, we are called to be on this earth for community. And I was listening to a message a couple of weeks ago where they were specifically talking about, you know, what is the point of church? What is the point of being as Christians? Like really, what is the point? And really, Jesus came down on this earth for us. And I feel like he put us on this earth to be in community with one another because that's really the point, you know, is to be to love one another and to love others above yourselves. And I feel like that's such a hard thing to like say out loud because it's not an easy thing to do. But I do think um, regardless if you're a Christian or not, it's really important that you do learn to, you know, I think, sacrifice for friendship. So, I mean, there's a difference. There's a line between doing too much and, you know, getting taken advantage of. But just as being a good friend, I do think being sacrificial is super important. Being caring and thoughtful, you know, being able to cater to specific friends' needs, being your brother's keeper, being intentional, and then being truthful. I think a good friend tells the truth to that person. So, you know, when they ask for advice or counsel, you're being completely honest and truthful. I think a good friend would value that. So I think for me, just in my personal life, ways that I find being a good friend is just being very intentional. So being there for people. So, you know, sometimes it can be in inconvenient to do something for someone if someone needs help or it's not always the easiest thing to do, but being able to make time for that. Also, you know, if just checking in on your friends, I think so many times, especially as adults, you know, it's not like when you're younger where you possibly are seeing your friends every day. It's more like you have to be intentional, especially the more you grow older to really spend time with your friends and check in on them. And I think that's really important that, you know, you're always waiting for the other person like, okay, they need to call me or they need to do this. But I think, you know, being intentional about you taking that step and, you know, calling them, sending them a text, just, you know, making sure you're being very um, thoughtful about, you know, just checking in to see how they're doing, if they need anything, you know, if they're going through a hard time, offering them prayer or advice or, you know, even small things like making their day by, you know, sending them a gift card or just some small thoughtful things I think can go a huge way in friendships. And I think that's a huge part about being a good friend is just being very caring and being very intentional. So that's something to me that 
means a lot. I always love to like bless my friends and I've always been very intentional about, you know, checking in on my friends, even those who, you know, maybe I haven't talked to them in a long time and they haven't reached out, but I do value those people's friendship and I just know maybe they're maybe they're going through a hard situation that you don't know about, but just being intentional to like when I do think about them to check in on them. And I would say most of the time they're going to really appreciate that and they are going to reciprocate. So I think um, there's so many small things you can do about being a good friend, but I think the bottom line is just to be just the small things I think go a long way. And I think being a good friend is the key to having quality friendships. Um, So I feel like that kind of talks about, you know, just kind of being a good friend and, you know, what I feel like friendships have a value in your life. But there also can be toxic friendships. I think sometimes though, I feel like the world we live in is that, you know, sometimes toxic friends are just those who don't pour into your life. And I feel like sometimes, you know, the word toxic is just really thrown around sometimes these days. Um, and it's just like, you know, if someone doesn't like, if someone is not of benefit to you, you know, you just cut them out of your life. But I don't feel like that's always the case. I feel like, Sometimes, you know, I personally feel like we're in a time and period of the world where people are very selfish. So sometimes, you know, it's not always about, you know, just getting a ton out of friendship. Sometimes I think you're called to be in people's life because you are called to pour into your life, pour into that person's life. And I personally do feel like mentorships can also be similar to friendships. So you may call this more of a mentorship if, you know, you're the one pouring into their life and you feel like maybe you're not getting much out of their life, uh, much out of them into your life. But sometimes you just know you're called to be in their life and they value that a lot. They may not be the person always reaching out or, you know, always going above and beyond, but they do really value you. And so I do think you have to be careful about, you know, saying like, what's a toxic friendship and what's not. I also think there are true toxic friends. So there are definitely people who, you know, use you for resources or take you for granted, people who manipulate you. And I think we all have experienced, you know, a friend like that who is really, not a good friend, you know, they, um, take you for granted or, um, they just use you. And those type of people, I think you, most people realize pretty quickly, you know, to walk away from those certain types of friendships and cut them off. Um, but I think it's careful that we realize, you know, the difference between toxic friendships and then people who just may not be, the ones pouring into your life, but you were called to be into their life. So I think at that case, that can be kind of hard to determine. But I think that's when I would really lean on my faith to really ask God, you know, am I called to be in this person's life? And to ask him, like, what is my purpose in their life? And I think you'll slowly be able to see that, especially that mentorship or friendship growing over time. But I wouldn't be so quick to cut people out just because they aren't pouring into your life. 
Um, so I feel like for me, friendships, you know, a lot of that stemmed from the way I was raised and grew up. So I grew up in a household where I feel like people were in our house a lot of the time, especially when we were younger. My parents always had people over. They were always hosting people over. We always had people who were staying the night, um, for the weekends or on trips. And then even when we went on family vacations, most of our family vacations growing up were going to visit other people and staying at their homes and being in community. So I feel like that plays a huge role on how I view friendships. And my parents, even though they both have different personalities, I would say I'm more like my dad. And, you know, he loves his friends and he's always at his friends places and had a ton of friends growing up. And my mom, she also had a lot of friends, but her priorities may be a little bit different. But both of them were very hospitable people. And I think that is like a really big part of being a friend is being hospitable and, you know, hosting people. And I don't think everyone has that quality. You know, not everyone wants to be a host, which is totally fine. But if you do feel like, you know, that is something that is for me personally, is like a passion on my heart and something that I'm very like a big advocate for is, you know, hosting and bringing people together. I think it's really important that I use that gift because I just, I personally find so much joy just bringing people together. Um, and I love hosting. I love, you know, you know, everyone sitting over a meal or just everyone, being in one place together. And for me, a lot of that just comes with the way I was raised, you know, especially in Indian culture, you know, your family is super important to you, but also your friends are like your family, especially, you know, growing up in the United States for a lot of these families, you know, they left their immediate blood family in the countries they came from. So when they came to the United States, people, that they met here became their family. So a lot of my parents' friends who aren't my blood, I call them my uncle and aunt because that's what they've basically been to me because I've been, I've grown up with them. And I just think to me, that's a really special part of the way I was raised and something that I want to be very intentional with passing it down to my children is just, you know, making sure my home and my space is welcoming to everyone. And there's a lot of people that I've met in my life over the years who, you know, have been that home for me. There's specific people that come to my mind that I can think of, especially in college, um, especially, you know, older couples who, you know, who took in like me as just a college student who really cared for me, opened up their home, um, you know, whether that would be giving me a meal or just, you know, giving me advice. So I think that's something that I'm always very intentional about doing moving forward in my life. So I do think the way you're raised, you know, impacts kind of the way you view friendships and kind of the way you're intentional with friends, um, in your life. But I think it's really important that um, no matter what that you are just really, um, I feel like I've been saying this word so many times, but you really are just super intentional. And um, 
I would say, um, particular about creating a community and having good friends. I think you will see so much resource um, and so much fruitfulness in your life with having a good community. Um, I kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier, but kind of like coming off friendships, just mentorship. So, you know, I think there's friendships and then there's also mentorships. And I know I talked about this a little bit, but pouring into people's lives. Um, but also as a person in each stage of life you are, I do think it's important that you have a mentor. And I think in the religious, like Christian community, I think it's talked about a lot, you know, having a mentor, a lot of pastors have mentors, a lot of leaders in the church have mentors. But I think, um, just, you know, whether you're religious or not, you know, even in education, you know, so many like professions require you to have a mentor. But I think in life, it's just really important that you do have a mentor, whether that is someone, you know, of faith, the same faith as you, um, or same career as you, or someone you look up to and you want to have a life like theirs in the future, you know, having that mentor. And I think that's really important and not something talked a lot about. Um, I think sometimes as like young adults, you know, we're pretty much like we can do it ourselves, especially nowadays with social media. It seems like the whole world is at your fingertips and you can gain all this knowledge. But honestly, the knowledge that you find through the media and online, nothing will compare to having real life experiences and knowledge come from an actual person. So in my life, I feel like I've had mentors throughout different stages of my life. Some are still my mentors to this day. And then, you know, some I just, they're not in the same season of life I'm in, but all of them have played such a huge role on who I am today. I truly don't think I would be the person I am without those mentors in my life because they are people that I confided in. Um, they are people that I looked up to. Even now, I still look up to a lot of their lives and they are people that I aspire to be, whether that be in the way they live their life financially or their personal family life or their religious life or their career. There's so many people that I look up to that have invested in me by sharing their knowledge, their struggles they went through. Um, their personal advice and none of that can compare to anything that, you know, I find on Google or find on social media. Those are real life things that have played such a huge role on, on my life, improved my life, allowed me to skip steps because they have told me ways that, you know, they struggled. So I've been able to see you know, they've done the struggle for me and I've been able to learn from that and do things a different way based on what they've told me. So I think it's really important that you do have a mentor in your life. Um, and it can be hard, especially, you know, it's not something easy to find because, you know, it's not like you can just walk up to someone and ask them to be a mentor. Um, but there are ways. So I would say if you don't have a mentor, Whatever area I would say you would want to improve in on life. So say you want to improve your finances or you want to improve your career or your spiritual life. 
I would say that you would look to that category of people and see if there's any way, you know, you can join a group or if that's spiritual, it'd be like a church or um, some sort of career group or some sort of convention or something where you can meet people who are in that same category who are, I would say, five to 10 years ahead of you in that and build a relationship with them and then ask them to be your mentor. Um, I think once you kind of get to that point and, you know, you build a relationship with them and then ask them, you know, if they can mentor you, I think that's the stage you should be at if you're looking for a mentor. And I think it's really important if you don't have one to really consider trying to be intentional about finding one. And then also I think it's never too early to be a mentor to someone else. So I think, you know, especially in this day and age, I feel like kids are growing at a faster rate than they ever have been growing at. And, you know, they're exposed to so much more. So I feel like it's very important that, you know, as young adults, you know, we may not have everything together. I don't have by far anything, everything together. But whatever knowledge I do have, it's something that I just don't want to bottle up and keep to myself. It's something that I want to share, which is hence why I created this podcast, but also why I also make sure that I am mentoring other people. So for me, that is mentoring younger girls um, and just being very intentional about, you know, checking in on their lives, making sure that they are open to asking me any questions and that they can ask me questions without judgment. I think for me, um, that was something that from all my mentors, there was never judgment, but there was correction and there was um, wisdom. So I think you can definitely give correction without being judgmental. Um, so kind of finding that boundary, um, I think that is so that is a quality of a good mentor. I mean, you don't just want to agree with what everyone says. The point is to help grow people. So I think, you know, it's never too young for you to be a mentor. So if that's something you have time for, I highly recommend that you do make time for that. There are many different resources and ways that you know, you can find people to mentor, um, whether, like I said, just how if you want people people to mentor you in finances, spiritual, um, career, you can also do the same for others. So, you know, younger kids, if you want to give them career advice, so, you know, kids say you are an engineer and you want to help young engineers, you know, being able to mentor them in that area is something that you can easily do. There's so many programs for that, um, also just like life mentor. So, you know, maybe young girls and guys who are, you know, different, um, younger than you who are in, you know, not so great situations or, you know, have everything going against them. Well, those are people you can mentor as well and, you know, share your obstacles, share what you've overcome, give them advice and also provide them tools. You know, I think being a mentor, a lot of it is, you know, providing them tools to help them succeed. So I think for me, that kind of kind of summarizes everything that I 
am passionate about as far as people um, and community. I think it's something that, you know, we don't always talk about. I think it's like, oh, I have friends and I th- I'm sure a lot of us has friends, but really how intentional are you are with your friends? Are they people that are growing you? Are there people that are making you a better person? Are you helping them be a better person? I think those are all things that, you know, to check your current friendships right now, what can you do to be a better friend to them? And, you know, how can you improve their lives? And, you know, also, are you being, um, are you being thoughtful and caring with them? Are you being intentional with them? Are you sacrificing your time? And then also just evaluating your friendships, you know, um, are people, are you being taken advantage of from people and learning to find the boundaries there and then um, just being a good friend. So I think I really just wanted this episode to kind of just showcase, you know, how important friends can be in your life and mentorships as well. And, you know, just really take a minute to kind of look over your current friendships and current mentorships and just make sure that, you know, you're being the best you can be in those um, friendships and in that community. And also always wanting to grow from that. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today's episode. I hope that this wasn't like all over the place. I feel like um, it was kind of an interesting topic for me to like talk about, but it's something that I'm super passionate about. And you can ask anyone around me, especially I would say my parents, I am very passionate about friendships and being in community one with one another. So I just wanted to share my heart on that. And I hope that you all can relate to this and that you found this episode helpful. So thank you all so much for listening. And I will be back next week with another episode. Thanks, everyone.